Indiana Bible College is committed to training tomorrow's apostolic leaders today. And this is the Indiana Bible College podcast. Today on the podcast, we are bringing you a special guest from our commencement ceremony and also the president of our alumni association, Reverend William Hobson. He preaches a message to the graduates entitled, Go Take It. This was a tremendous charge, and another charge that was happening that week uh, was a push for raising money to remodel our library here on campus. And we are so thankful to say that the Alumni Association and so many of you came together to raise over $32,000 for our library remodel. If you want to go check out progress, uh, some of that's already demolition started, but we're going to give updates throughout the summer of how that's coming. We are so thankful and so excited for that project. Thank you for all who participated. What an awesome thing to be a part of. Right now, let's get right into Reverend Bill Hobson preaching Go Take It. such an honor, delight, privilege to be here tonight and uh, to represent so many wonderful parents and those of you who have students up here. It's an exciting thing to see the great blessing of the Lord upon their lives. And uh, it's truly a privilege and honor. And I, I want to say thank you to this great staff, the great uh, college uh, administration. Thank you, Brother Carson, Sister Carson, Brother Gallion, Sister Gallion, all this wonderful staff. We ought to give them a hand of appreciation for the sacrifice. Amen. Appreciate the great sacrifices that they have made and certainly appreciate every investment that has been made into our students and certainly excited about the future of this great graduating class. Uh, I would, uh, you know, I, I guess in many ways as the alumni president, I do have an opportunity to take a cheap shot and that is in your program, there was a little simple um, brochure here and in fact, many alumni ask us, how can we give back? This year, before the students get back from this summer break, we're going to make sure that they have a new library to come back to. And it's going to be walls busted out, glass walls introduced, uh, a brand new entrance from the main lobby area with new flooring. And if you'd like to be a part of that, certainly you can through this brochure. And I know that was a little bit of a cheap shot, but I've got the mic. And at least I'm not talking about Christmas for Christ. Well, now, wait a minute. That's a thought. No, I won't go there. But uh, it really is a privilege to be here tonight and represent so many. Numbers chapter 13, verse number 1 and 2, and I commend all of these great graduates. Uh, I am so proud of each and every one of you. had the privilege of spending some time with you throughout the years when I've been at Indiana Bible College. I also want to give a shout out to my daughter, Sydney, and proud of her. And it's exciting that she'll be this year going on corral tour, and you'll get to be the mentor to little kids like you were when the corral showed up at our church so many years ago. Uh, and, so, uh, and so we're excited about that and appreciate that. Now, Numbers chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men, that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall he send a man, every one 
a ruler among them. And then we go on to verse number 30 of Numbers 13. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. I want to speak to you for just a simple little while on go take it. Go take it. It's interesting that first portion of scripture, it's probably one of the most preached from verses when you want to speak of an opportunity. And yet when we consider that the word of God came to Moses and clearly said, I want you to go send people to look at the land that I have already given you. And yet quickly Moses, in his translation, he must have been reading from the New Living Translation because he missed it, because he decided he would give a, uh, his translation. And by Moses' understanding, he said, I, I, you need to go and spy out the land and see how big these massive walls are. Go see what their strategic abilities are. Go see how, oh, and by the way, look at the fruit too. And yet we see these, these men come back after a period, a season, 30 days there in the promised land that God had given them. And yet we know the story well. The 12 tribes or the 12 spies and the 12 tribes represented come back and we see two of them. They have two great stories among them. The 10 have a certain story that they're going to betray. And then that story was simply, you ought to see the giants. Look at the magnificent walls that they have built. They are impenetrable. Look at the size of their army. My, have you, and yet I can just picture Caleb and Joshua sitting over the side saying, did you see any walls? I didn't see a wall. There was a wall there? We, we were supposed to be looking for walls? Giants? I, I didn't. There were, were there even people? Did you see? I didn't see any people. What? Oh, man, but hey, pass me another grape. Man, these grapes are, oh my word. Have you ever tasted a grape like this? The, hey, pass the honey. Hey, they're asking for honey. Oh no, tell them no. They should have got their own. Well, have you seen the size and magnitude of the forces that we're going to face? No, I, I, I really, and frankly, I, I was measuring for my house. I've already got plans set aside. I, I know what mountain I want over there because I've already been there. And we were supposed to be finding out whether we could do this or not. We were supposed to be looking at whether or not we had the ability. Well, I, I'm sorry, I missed the assignment. You'll have to give me an F in that category. But you know what? I think I'm going to get an A in God's category. Because what God said, we already had this thing wrapped up. 
And I am telling and challenging this generation and these great graduates today, there are a lot of challenges in the midst. There are a lot of circumstances that you're going to face. You've already looked at 2020 and laughed at it. The truth is you've experienced things that you have never even dreamed you would already. Problems, obstacles. Look how expensive homes are. Look how expensive these areas are becoming. Our cities are becoming coming places that no one would ever want to go, but you need to look at them and understand that a long time ago, God said, I'm going to give you the land. Pardon me a minute if I just don't sneak a preach here in the middle of a graduation ceremony, but I believe the presence of God has a great word for this generation and class because I feel an anointing of God upon them because I believe with all of my heart, these are they who will see the coming of the Lord. And I believe that the apostolic message that we have is a powerful message. It is the right message. And God has given to us a such a time as this. Oh, Brother Hanson, you were right last night at the banquet. Arise and build. It is so true. It is time. Yes, it's crazy circumstances. Yes, it's crazy times, but it's important not to look at the circumstances. Don't look at the walls that the enemy want to show you. Don't look at the circumstance, but look at those walls as opportunity. Look at the Look at the problems as great chances of leading you into where God's promise and fulfillment will be. For it is interesting that when God spoke to them, he said, I'm not going to give you all of the land of Israel within one year. You're going to have to fight your way through it because if I gave it all to you at once, then there would be lands that would no longer have milk and honey because no one would be farming them. There would be homes that would begin to wear out because you couldn't get to them yet. But I'm here today to tell you it's not an obstacle that the enemy is surrounding you. It's not an obstacle the enemy tells you. No, no, he may be there temporarily, but you're about to move in to the greatest apostolic revival this world has ever seen. You're going to see things that no other generation has experienced. What am I saying to you, class of 2022? Go take it! And it doesn't conclude there, for you see, Joshua and Caleb, they were the ones that have the right to be the most ticked off men in the Bible. Because they are the ones that had to sit around and wait while a whole group die for them to go. I can just hear it now. You feeling all right? You want me to start digging? Hey, Josh, we're getting ready to, sorry, jo Joshua. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go grab the shovels. You think we can dig some more? Because every hole we dig and throw the guy in is one more we don't have to worry about later. 
because we're replacing them over here. And man, as soon as we get them all replaced, oh, we get to go to the promised land. Don't tell me about, oh, their shoes didn't wear out and this, that, and the other. Joshua and Caleb were saying, I don't want old shoes not wearing out. I want to go where new shoes are. I've already got my land picked out. I've, oh, come on. Somebody's got to go and take it. Just go and get what God has promised you to have. You say, are you sure? Oh, I'm absolutely sure. He said, now is our time. The time is high time to awake out of sleep. He said, oh, it's an opportunity. The fields are white unto harvest. And yet finally, Joshua and Caleb make it to the promised land. They finally get to a point where everybody died that weren't supposed to go. All the unbelievers were gone and... Joshua and Caleb are now there, and oh, it's a great opportunity. We're dividing up the land. Joshua 17, they've already divided half the land up. They've sent tribes to various places, and now we get to a place. Interestingly, you note that in Joshua 17, 14, there's a group that wasn't happy with what they got. Well, there's always a group that's not happy with what they get. You know, it's, it's the age-old story. We've told it for years. It's the man that was rescued from a desert island, you know, and they found him. He was the only guy there, and they got him on the boat. They said, there's three buildings over there. What are they? Are you alone? Yes, I'm alone. Well, what's that building? Well, that's where I live. What's that building? That's where I go to church. What's that other building? Well, that's where I used to go to church. Anybody else there? No, no one else is there. But there was a group that were unhappy with what they were given. And it was Joshua 17 that tells us in verse number 14, and the children of Joshua spake, or Joseph, the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua saying, why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit? Seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto. And Joshua answered, would you be quiet? No, he didn't say that. No, he said, if thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country. Come down, the, down for thyself in the land, the Perizzites and of the giants. If Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, well, the hill is not enough. Well, okay, you want more. Well, the hill is not enough for us. For all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley from the chariots of iron, both they are, are of Bethshane and, and, and her towns and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joseph, or Joshua said unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one only lot, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is, it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down. And the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. What Joshua was saying was this, 
You know what? I hear you. I hear that you want a little more. I hear that you need a little more, class of 2022. I hear you that you want to do great things. I hear you that you want to see the miraculous of God move. I hear you that you want the great book of Acts revival. We have been promised and believe. And I tell you, go get it. Just like Joshua of old. Go ahead and get it because it's there for the taking. You say the sin is unimaginable in the city, but go ahead, try it, because the power of God will equally be unimaginable too. We have not come here to before, and yet God has called us here now. You say, well, that's good because that was Joshua and that was a story 2,000 years ago. But does it really relate to us? But I tell you, there are people who have decided to go get it. To go get it and see what God would do. Andrew, Salito, I've got a picture of their great family. Do we have it? Beautiful family. Called to start a daughter work out of Faith Tabernacle, Pastor Paul Connor in Tucson, Arizona in March of 2019. Just one year before the world was going to go chaotic, upside down, but yet they were called to start this daughter work. They began the work, and they began to pastor Faith Tabernacle South there in Tucson, Arizona. It took a while, he said, after several disappointments, but finally a church decided to rent to them. It was a back-and-forth situation, but miraculously, one of the men on the board found out he was the one renting it, and you see, 19 years earlier, he had been the man that helped this man that is now on the board and so the reciprocation was there and the man said we definitely want to rent to him well after one year of renting it he was looking around and had been looking and seeing things that needed to be done for you see when God puts you into something don't just simply say it was somebody else's business I'm just renting here for a time no no something in his spirit said I own this already something was moving in his spirit and so they began to work on the building making it better, doing everything they could, making repairs until after a year of it being in the building, finally the pastor of the particular congregation came to them and said, we're beginning to feel guilty. We're charging you rent and you are keeping this place up. From now on, we're not charging you $1 rent. Well, that lasted for a little while and then finally April 2020 comes around it's a chaotic year that everything is turned upside down that trustee that brother Salito knew came to him and said I got some bad news we're going to be selling this I believe the church is going to be dissolving you need to consider that, that maybe we might be able to get you into this building but he said I don't know what's going to happen well can I tell you miraculously a few weeks later the pastor called and said, we've been talking to the church and we believe that it's time that we need to dissolve this place. But we've looked at the value of the $500,000 building and we want to bless somebody. And so the majority of the church want to sell this for $100,000. He said, I was ecstatic until later in her conversation. She said, oh, but I didn't get to the full. Point. They wanted to do that, 
but I was wrestling in my spirit, feeling like that wasn't right, that God had another plan. And she said, so I submitted to them that instead of doing that, we needed to do something else. And so they talked to the people of the church. They talked to their organization. And in January of this year, Pastor Salido and that congregation that he now pastors purchased the building for $20. And it's a pretty nice looking building in Tucson, Arizona. Can I tell somebody here today, young man, young woman, you've spent years working. You've been prepared in every way you can, but it's time now. Go get it. God has anointed you. God has destined your time and your purpose. It's time to go get it. I wish I had $20. I thought about giving every student 20 bucks, but that's $1,000. So then I just decided, well, I'll give $1,000 to the library, another cheap shot. I'll give that, and then we'll call it even, and I'll do it in their name. Is that all right? But then if they really need 20 bucks to buy a building, I promise you we'll find it. Why? Because it's time to go get it. I think, praise God. You know, I, I think we ought to receive that all over the room right now. Come on. I know this is a commencement ceremony, but this is an apostolic church, and I'd like to receive that all over the room. If I got any one God believers that believe the message that we just heard, I'm telling you, this is one pastor that believes what you preach. Come on, we got to go get it. We got to take it. The time is Thank you to all of our alumni and everyone who participated in making the library project that Brother Hobson mentions here a reality. Stay tuned to IBC social media for updates. We are so excited for our students to have a new library in the fall. God bless.